0: My name is Caesar Marin and this is the Cultivating Wisdom Podcast. This show's mission is to have honest and provocative conversations about the practice of microdosing psilocybin as a way of achieving a more balanced lifestyle. Microdosing transformed my life and I truly believe it could change the lives of so many. The show's mission is to set a buffet table of wisdom so that we can cultivate a better future. The idea is to poke at people's childhood curiosity and seek to lift the stigma associated with psychedelics. Welcome, everybody, to a new edition of the Cultivating Wisdom podcast. We have two amazing, amazing guests today with us um, who we met at Canadalic. First, I want to introduce uh, the co-founder of Cultivating Wisdom, my partner in crime, Isabel, who joins me again today for the podcast. Yay, yay. Yay. yay for her. Um, so we were lucky enough to meet amazing, amazing people at Canadelic, but there was two people in particular, uh, Nancy and Jana, who just became, they became instant family. They became instant family. Beautiful, beautiful people out of Kentucky. They have a wonderful company that they are helping people you know, heal. They're, they're healers. I think that everybody in this space, one way or another, the mission is to heal, to help people heal. So, we were lucky enough to meet them. Babe, you want to say hello to Nancy and to Jada? Hello Nancy,
1: hello Jenna. Hello
0: y'all.
2: so good to oh, see I had you guys. To see your
1: all spaces again.
0: It's so awesome to see you and it was just amazing the connection we made down in Canadelic. And we wanted to have you guys on because we wanted to talk today about finding psychedelics about using psychedelics uh, after the age of 50, no, after the age of our generation. Isabel's not going to time maybe because she's 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so. Not 50 yet. <laughs> not 50 yet, but 45. Once you get 45 and older, there are always these trepidations if psychedelics have not been part of your life. I mean, they didn't come into my life until, you know, last year at, at the age of 54. So we we talked a lot about that when we were down there in Canadelic about how uh, people our age, people our generation have these trepidations and how eventually when their childhood curiosities poked that, that they are able to find healing or betterment or feeling authentic uh, after psychedelic experiences and after introducing microdosing into their life. So that was something we talked about. I know that, Nancy, this is something that for you, I, I love your story. I love your story about how psychedelics came in your in your life. If you'd be so awesome to share with us, it'd be amazing.
1: I would be happy to. And the reason I want to share my story is because really I hope that it helps others overcome barriers they have as well. I am 63 and definitely understand the issues that all of us face and are facing, you know, I would say in the last quarter of our lives and although i mean i tripped as you know a young you know as a young person and recreationally used mushrooms several times i mean i left all that behind when i had my family and i had a business even being in the cannabis industry you know i felt like that was something that wasn't uh, aligned with my values And, um, also went through a period in time where I had one of my sons, I have five sons and, um, three grandchildren. And one of my sons particularly was misusing psychedelics as a youth. So we had a lot of negative experiences with psychedelics that even more ingrained that sense of I'm not interested in psychedelics. And um, my husband has chronic Lyme that became cognitive Lyme. And so he was having a lot of brain dysfunction to the point where he was experiencing pretty serious dementia si- symptoms at the age of about 55. And we were told that he was not going to come out of that. So, pure panic. Well, you know, when you become. Basically, desperate, you're willing to consider a lot of options that were off the table prior to that. And that's when we circled back into psychedelics, is after reading so much about microdosing, decided that that was a valid alternative to try. We um, obtained some mushrooms from um, someone associated with MAPS. And within the first couple microdoses, my husband started to see like significant improvement. And that's what started our journey. And there's a lot more to that journey. That was just the beginning. But that's when, you know, I had the paradigm shift regarding psychedelics and microdosing. So now, of course, I'm on, I'm on this podcast because it's changed my life so much. It's done so much for me as well as my husband. And I really just want to share with people. I understand the barriers and I understand what it's done for us you know in ways of improving cognition but also improving our own mental health you know depending on how we got started
0: yeah that's important and
1: mm-hmm. uh, and also is like my own microdosing when i saw the um when i saw the effect it was having on him that took me into the zone i may not have these problems but i've got all these other issues i would like to invest in and improve And so when I started microdosing, I was astounded at the improvement I saw in a variety of my own symptoms and the ability it gave me to, you know, live in that zone as a caretaker Mm -hmm. and somebody that was managing, you know, difficult life circumstances, which I think many of us face after 50.
0: That that's important. That's important. Sort of these challenges that we that we do meet when we come to a certain age, um, that it puts us at these crossroads. You no, know, of you know, should I continue to go down the road I was going and not finding any leave, not finding you know any 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 betterment, or should I then try something that for so long was told to me that was wrong, that was it's going to melt my brain, you know, and then we we'll hear all these stories. Uh, of, of betterment from people, it's sort of you. You come to this crossroad, knowing you. You asked yourself, what you should do. How Jenna? How did? How did you? How are you using now psychedelics in your daily practice? How did you? Um, how has how your journey been with with the medicine?
3: I do, I just want to say though, I hadn't thought about that for a caretaker that's working with somebody. What a great tool! Oh. Because caretaking is so physically and mentally exhausting and trauma- can be traumatic. So what a beautiful way to use the microdosing. I had not thought about that. That's um, true, that's um, true. I wanna say that, um, so I am a patient of many things. Uh, big thing, something that happened to me in 2015, I had a um, rock climbing accident where I fell 45 feet uh bashed my head, had a concussion, didn't even realize how bad that was because I broke my back and uh, pulverized my calcaneus and was in incredible pain. It wasn't until a year and a half later going to my eye doctor that they recognized that I had had a TBI, traumatic brain injury. Mm. So I began a huge process of healing, uh, doing some neuroplasticity, uh, diet Diet to me is always number one because a lot of times, if you change your diet, like 90% of all problems can just go away.
0: Nutrition. Yeah, they come from the gut.
3: Yes. Amen. And um, just plus looking at the nutrients that help specific things. So I would say about a year and a half ago, (laughs) by myself and just doing research, and this is kind of the way I roll, um, catching wind of this and going, what? Well, this could probably help me. So yeah. I, I microdosed quietly on my own. Not really. Nice. I didn't even know she was doing it. <laughs>
0: Nobody
3: knew. Nobody knew. Well,
0: you guys know everything about each other.
3: Yes. And then um, this past summer, I had a major medical crisis, um, which I'm still recovering from. But I went into something called thyroid storm. I have Graves' disease. And um, I could barely function. I was on the couch with a heart rate. Resting heart rate at 122, and I just laid on my couch and tried to heal because once your hormone gets so high, you've just kind of, like, got to wait it out, and I didn't touch anything, didn't microdose, didn't do anything um, just for fear because I was just terribly traumatized was probably the biggest thing. Um, Oh,
1: well, terrified that anything could throw your thyroid even. Oh, yeah, just upset the, you know, the cart. And so as I
3: got a little bit to calm down and about November, I started looking again, actually at the physical benefits of microdosing, and was seeing a lot of this healing, like reading, I'm not saying it happened because, you know, we get in trouble for that, but whatever, like, yeah. uh, you know, kidneys being, you know, recovering from damage right. and just a lot of different things. And I was like, oh, whoa, wait a second here. So I started microdosing again, this time with our micro stack that we developed. Correct. And also, I will say, with specific intention behind it, which I really hadn't Intentive. done in the yeah. past. I was just kind of like, oh, well, let's just add this into my regimen yeah. Yeah. and not understanding that important component. Um the difference between microdosing now has been massive. I credit that a lot to looking at the specific reason I'm taking it in that moment, which mm-hmm. can change exactly. day to day. You know, if yeah. I'm having a bad trauma day, that's what I'm focused on. If I'm having a bad pain day, that's what I'm focused on. But the micro stack and the, um, just increasing, I think just the efficacy of what's been going on with the, yeah. um, microdosing has been just impeccable this this these few rounds that um I've done since then so um and I would say that and I also do have Lyme disease but I'm not even at a place in my healing that I'm a, really working with that but I also yeah. know that this will help that
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm gonna to get to that because I've been healing my thyroid, healing my adrenals. I'm now working on getting metals out of my body, which I have a high count of. Once that is done, then I will approach lime. But by the time I get there, it may have taken care of itself.
0: One healing at a time. You no, know? we're, we're always healing. Amen. We're, we're always healing. And Beth, you use your stack. You no, know? you use. I their, do. You want to talk about their stack? How you use it?
2: i do i use their micro stack. it tastes really good doesn't it <laughs> taste good?
3: delicious that's guava hi <laughs> i'm in love with this product um we took research um that we'd read about stacking we put what we'd read in there but then also just through our experiences and with what we do, adding CBG into it, which for me was a game changer back when I'd first started trying to specifically take things for my TBI, CBG really kicked up my mental processing um, and was able to let me like kind of follow through on things, thoughts even. Like sometimes it's just a, like simply if I get exhausted, I can't, I'm all over the place cause I can't narrow it down. So CBG helped with that. And then OG Kush terpenes, um, are really high in panine, which is a terpene. It's super duper anti-inflammatory, helps with cognition, clarity. If you think about w- taking mm-hmm. a walk in a pine forest and smelling it and how clarifying that is for the brain, that's why we added it in there. And so I feel like being really intentional with that,
2: mm-hmm. with my micro
3: dosing, I've gotten so much more out of it. And after seeing the research at Cannadelic. Um, specifically, that Paul Stamets presented. It was just like, yeah. there it is, there it is, Second. there it is. Yeah. We know yeah. what we're doing. You know, I literally like just yeah. had this moment of almost crying and just gratitude of, yes, we do know what we are doing. This Good. is not just happenstance. Good. This yeah. is through yeah, life no. experience and research and then application. And um, I just find that it's working beautifully for me.
1: Well, when we yeah. um, when we formulated the micro stack. I had previously used what's been, you know, there are some very popular stacks out there that people use. Mm -hmm. And typically it's about 100 to 200 milligrams of niacin and 200 to 400 milligrams of lion's mane. And those are kind of like the stacks that you see out there on Reddit and any kind of groups which have been shown to increase the efficacy of your microdosing. And I'm a pragmatic person. If I'm doing something, I want the most benefit of what I'm doing in that moment possible. So stocking made total sense to me. Well, of course, if this is going to make me achieve my goals faster when I microdose, I want to add the stock. Now the question with stocks is really the niacin. Niacin can give people what's called a you know a niacin flush. It's a vasodilator and so it can basically be opening up your um, blood vessels, and it can be a little uncomfortable. And because it can be unexpected, it can also sometimes produce anxiety in people. Right. Where, you know, your face feels hot, your arms might feel a little hot. You'll a tingly, tingly, a little tingly. tingly,
0: yeah, stingly, yeah, it it get tingly. Look- Does that happen to you, Ben?
2: Then, the, With the my, niacin? My daughter got the red knees.
0: Wow. Yeah. 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 So I think uh, Isabel's older, uh, younger daughter, who's 18, um did a stack with the nice, and her knees got red which was strange but but i i do get the flush and there's some people that i don't, don't, I don't feel it I there's some people it. that do like the flush there's some people oh, that I sort of it. like that feeling. yeah it.
3: it takes me more to get it i have to take about 300 milligrams to get a flush but I love it because I know
1: what's happening. If you didn't know what was happening, exactly. it's just like ah, yeah. you know? that's yeah. also in your brain. That's what's happening in your yeah. brain. And it's allowing, you know, your stack to work better in your brain. So when I feel the flush now. I too am engaged, like fantastic. But here when we, we go. But when we formulate <laughs> it, microstock, we put the niacin at fifty milligrams, and then the Where's lion's it? mane at two hundred. That nice, way, nice. you can manage. Like I put in fifty milligrams because. I don't flush very much at 50 milligrams. So, and you know, after talking to other people, I realized 50 milligrams was for most people, a non-flushing amount serving. And so you can double up a microstock if you have a higher tolerance Mm -hmm. to niacin, or you can just take a single, or you could even space them out on your day if you want to increase the niacin in Lion's Mane without yeah. the flush, yeah. you could take one early on with your stack or with your microdose. You can take one later in the day, and just you know layer that in there to increase yeah, exactly. efficacy but exactly. n- avoid the flush.
0: Yeah, I'd like to see. I'd like to see if there's actually studies on people our generation microdosing with a stack and without a stack mm-hmm. just to see how they measure up i think that would be interesting so we're, we're, we're talking to nancy and janna from one love they have these incredible microdose uh gummies uh that are a stack they have lines made and they have nice and they're amazing in so uh, you correct you take that in addition to your microdosing um we're having a wonderful podcast with them uh talking about their wonderful products so check them out definitely go check them out uh, because it, it's really nice what they're doing. Um, we talk about our generation. We watched, I'm not sure if you guys have seen this movie. We got to watch it last night. Uh, Dose. What do you think about it, Bill?
2: Oh, I love it. Mm. I've got that on
0: my list, you have not seen actually. It? Yes. Yeah, so what do, you, what do you think about it, Bill?
2: It was amazing. I mean, to see how she heals between the um, psilocybin and between... Um,
0: the, the, the cannabis.
2: The, yes, the cannabis and how everything helped her. And then she gets four years. Well, she's still alive.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
2: it's just amazing. So
0: it's, it's this wonderful story of a woman who is 53. In was, Canada. Yeah, mm-hmm. 53 in Canada. Uh, she's diagnosed with colon cancer. Obviously, the anxiety, the end of, uh, end of life trauma that comes along with that. They had given her six to 12 months to live. Um, and she has a psilocybin journey which really makes her whole. It, it, it sort of brings her down to her feet on the ground um, and, and analyzing how she's going to deal with the days that are left. Um, her cancer gets a little bit worse. She has another journey uh, and it really opens her up to accepting the fact of mortality and accepting the fact that um, her life was gonna to come to an end. But at that same time, they find this treatment to dose her with, how much was it? A 1,000. Thousand. A 1,000 a thousand milligrams of THC oil, yeah. a, of THC oil, like on a daily basis. Full spectrum
1: and, cannabis
0: I mean, oil. The, yes. Mm-hmm. Her cancer actually went, she's now four, they gave her six to 12 months, she's now t- four years past that diagnosis. Right. The
2: one thing that I like that she said is that when you're diagnosed with cancer, the doctors treat your, your symptoms. And that's it, but not the trauma behind right. it. Which, right. Which is like, okay, so like this medicine, this this plant medicine is treating her trauma and her emotions. So I thought that was that was the message I got from it.
1: Well, trauma can actually, as as we all know, trauma causes inflammation. Untreated trauma mm-hmm. causes physical inflammation. Physical inflammation is what drives disease. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's a whole body, whole spirit process as far as staying healthy, and
3: also brain inflammation, trauma. Right. So it's I, I, that makes sense for the micro dosing to help that too, but also cannabis specific cannabis mm-hmm. strains. For
1: sure. And we are in the cannabis industry. We are, you know, actually, I was just recommending full spectrum cannabis oil concentrate Mm -hmm. in suppository form to someone this morning and that's a way to use it's also called rso which is rick simpson oil Mm -hmm. um and that's because the person that originally came up with this sort of alternative treatment with cannabis that is rick simpson there's an entire protocol that he has developed that many people have used um however you know all I was recommending using that in suppository form, because in suppository form, you're not as incapacitated with the really high THC. Correct. And Rick Simpson oil or full spectrum cannabis oil treatment can be challenging because of that really yeah. strong head change. It may, In fact, right. my husband used that for Lyme. And that Mm -hmm. was a difficult treatment, you know. But when you add in the suppositories, those two have been found by many people to be very effective in their cancer Mm -hmm. protocols, Mm -hmm. as well as their Lyme protocols. And you really don't have the high from it. So that's it. Yeah,
0: in the movie, in the movie, they did talk about that where she was high for like
1: she was sleeping for like sixteen hours. Yeah, she was sleeping for like Mm -hmm. sixteen
0: hours and stuff. But the, the the I think they sort of talked about how that sleeping helped her body it's itself. Right. Re- re- Sleep is a yeah, huge component. Words, yeah. Yeah. Of so, so I, I, again, you know what I mean? It's sort of, it, it's, um, you find which one works for you and that's part of education. That's part of, right you know, we always hit the nail on the head that education and all of this psychedelic use is is incredibly important mm-hmm. or oh, any type of medicine use you can't just willy-nilly you know just because this worked for somebody then i'm going to try the same thing you No. All it,
2: so oh right.
0: right yeah
3: very different for everybody well and it's plant medicine so it's not um you know pharmaceutically you, it has to be targeted for it to be a drug it has to be disease specific and it has to have an LD, a lethal death, a lethal dose. And plant Correct. medicine uh, isn't like that. It's very different. So, the, and there's no prescription. It's like, you have to yeah. figure right. out what's working for you, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah, and that that definitely, that comes through education. That comes through education,
2: Absolutely.
0: which- but Yeah. I'm trying to see what works. And yeah. at
1: this point, yeah. there are loads of alternative healthcare professionals that are available that can help any of us with our protocols. If we're, you know, I have basically been consulting, you know, I've been consulting people for years about using cannabis for health Mm
2: -hmm. as
1: well as psychedelics, you know, microdosing. But if I had cancer or another life threatening disease, I would immediately find a professional. I would Absolutely. not rely on my own consultation, um, because there, as as it was explained to me very succinctly, because I have managed my husband's chronic Lyme care mm-hmm. and um, he's doing much better. So I would not consider myself a caretaker at this point. So thank mm-hmm. goodness he is doing better. But, um, you know, we went to somebody and he was telling us a lot of information and Vance said, oh, well, my wife has been doing all these things and she knows this, this, and this. And he said, well, you know, that's awesome. But I've actually been curing people for the last 10 years and she's sort of experimenting on you. And when you really have something serious find somebody with a track record
0: yeah correct that's no that's 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 incredibly important that's 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 very important especially you know something like cancer you need you you need to have a good team you oh need to have yeah and the team.
1: detoxing is incredibly important but, you know, circling back from like really extreme health considerations, which many of us, you know, at our age, in our generation, we are either facing them or have faced them, or we definitely know people who are facing them, yes, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. But we yeah, also have we get older. lots of other smaller considerations that are constantly, you know, we're dealing with that aren't life-threatening, but they affect the quality of our lives and physically that could mean, you know, thyroid dysfunction, you know, adrenal dysfunction, gut dysfunction. And then also all of the challenges we're facing as far as, you know, family, um, maybe we're reaching a point in life where we're facing our mortality and things haven't turned out quite the way we thought they were.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, We were expecting them to, right? And we're having to basically process and move through a, a point of acceptance where when you're younger, a lot of times you keep thinking, well, this will change. Yes, You know, and then you get over 50 and you have to accept a lot of imperfections and forgive yourself and forgive others. And many times we are rebooting at this point in our lives Mm -hmm. where Mm. our old lives are over they're not serving us well anymore. We have empty nest. If our focuses have been our family, maybe our marriages that, you know, or we're still trying to live that. This is what my life was going to be,
3: you know, trying to fit the, you know, the round, you know, into the square and it's just not working. It's like the expectation. Yeah. It's like, that's not what my life is. And figuring out how to embrace what it is because everybody i know really is in a beautiful place it's just that we're still trying to live out the expectation of what we thought it was going to be like or what we were told it was going to be like you know
0: yeah and i think i think for a lot of us especially for me that's where microdosing has come in mm-hmm. to sort of really ground me and put me in the now put me in that Absolutely. center not i am i am where i am right now i can't change the past is the past you know what i mean we can you know, we can we can say, hey, you know what, if I wouldn't have eaten that steak three weeks ago, right. you know, I wouldn't have, have I wouldn't a heartburn or a heart, <laughs> or a heart attack. Yeah, but that's in the past. And we, can, yeah, we can't think too much in the future. And I think that microdosing has really helped me to do that. Microdosing um, has helped me to be in that now, in that now moment. And that's, do you feel the same way, babe?
2: Yes, definitely. Like you're more present with everything, yes.
0: Yeah, you you you're more in tune with what you are, where you are. It's it's it, that's I think that's incredibly important. And I think again, I think for our generation that's that's got to be that's got to be number 1. It's got to be living in this moment that we have right now because the expiration date is a lot it's a lot closer than what it was yesterday, right? And some for, for some of us it could be longer than others, but the fact that you you you're a doctor's visit away from saying, "You know what?" your life is gonna drastically change. Um, So we we all live with that on a daily basis. Have you guys seen that talking to people our generation about the fact that you probably use psychedelics as a a life performance enhancer? Do you get more pushback? Do you get, what what do you guys sense?
1: Oh, yes. I do think that there is much more pushback and stigma in 50 plus. And I would like to say that is due to internalized belief systems. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We were raised during the dare years, you know, we were operating in the years where there was actually a lot of disinformation and campaigns out there, you know, with agendas to both criminalize and stigmatize, you know, psychedelic use Mm -hmm. as well as cannabis use. But, you know, despite the fact you might not think about these things, you have these internalized beliefs that need to be overcome. And what I think is a real barrier for people of our generation is, when you start dismantling your internalized belief systems it can really be scary yeah because if you dismantle the belief system that you know psychedelics are not what you always believed there's always going to be a rabbit trail where then you're going to have to start adjusting in other arenas of your life, Correct. you know, because, yes. you know, your belief systems are like mycelium. They're all connected.
0: Yes, 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 And it's I would true. say,
3: especially after the entire globe just walked through this massive event, I, I think myself that people are looking to dismantle, <laughs> but right. it doesn't make it less scary. But that's where I feel like, you know, the medicine helps, you know, I, you're talking about the film Dosed and after my event last summer, it's interesting because I look at it now as a gift because I really didn't know if I was going to make it. And I lived like three to four months worried that this thyroid storm was going to come back, which 30% of people who go through that do not make it FYI. And mm, feeling that on my, wow. feeling it on my back and being obsessed with it. And then just thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, I've only got so much time left. And oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. It's so yeah. up in my head that when I went back to the microdosing, uh, looking at it for a physical help, what I found most helpful was to help me be in the moment. Mm -hmm. And to help me really when my child is talking to me to be looking at them in the eyes and listening to them and hearing them and having beautiful conversations. And it's like, you know, I've, I've listened to y'all's stories. I've listened to your podcast and, you know, after spending time with you, um, uh, Isabel was talking about being in the car on the podcast and going, Oh, look, the sky is really blue, and being able to change lanes uh, and it being easier because you are in the moment. Yeah. And for a lot of us that have been through trauma and who have been, which uh, I don't really know anybody who has had some sort of yeah, trauma. No,
0: no, we all, yeah, we all have human issues, human conditions. Yes.
3: Being in the moment is hard. It's really, really hard. So to have a tool that can just put you there, but also coming out of it and integrating and you know, meshing yeah. it back into your world, yeah, so that it becomes yeah. just part of how you walk day to day. Yeah, what a gift.
0: Yes, I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said integration. Integration is is is, I believe, the, the main most. Thing, yeah, the main thing, right? Main so thing. I always say that. I yes. think that integration is the most important part of any psychedelic practice more than the dosage more than the dosage itself even when you have even when you have a a, a major dosage even when you have a a macro dose it's the work that's done afterwards it's what you what you do afterwards how you integrate afterwards that is where the real power of the medicine is like
2: you are the magic Mm
0: -hmm. yeah yeah
2: that's a good way to put it yeah you
0: are the magic you are the magic and that's
2: where you put the magic to work
0: exactly right exactly the 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 protagonist in the movie yesterday said something out of after she had her second um journey um she said heaven is right here we don't have to die to go to heaven heaven is being in this present moment of what we have that is heaven living and living this moment right now Mm
2: -hmm. what else
0: can we ask for that Mm -hmm. is that's what heaven is um and i think i think again the, the 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 psilocybin really opens up your brains to be able to do that to be able to live or at least for mm-hmm. myself and I know for you also and i and experiences that I've talked to you guys about that's what it does it helps you really be connected to the exact moment that's going on right now mm-hmm. and people our age just don't do that we don't we we live in such the past we live in. Why did this happen to me? If I would have done that, if I would have done this, if I right. would have sold the house, if my wife or my husband wouldn't have left me, if the kids wouldn't have been what they had, if 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 right? And that's sort of that's just the door to depression mm-hmm. or that anxiety, which what is, is normal. Happen? What's yeah. gonna
2: happen? What's, what's next? Where are my kids going? What's gonna happen? Where are they gonna go to college? Are they gonna be okay? It's like no, it's mm-hmm. not yeah. that's not here yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's so, not. yeah, so so I think I think it's importantly, incredibly important for our generation because. Uh, Nancy, you were saying it when we were young in your 20s. You're just like, okay, we'll, we'll have time to fix it. Right now, we, you know what I mean? Time is, is, is of the essence. No, of the essence to live happier, to live more fulfilled, to live more authentic, to live more present. Because if not, we're, we're, we're all sort of chasing this brain that keeps going.
1: It's oh, yeah. sort of like at this stage, if you're not engaged in the moment – Then it's kind of like, what's the point? Hmm. Because no one is going to get to 50, 60 years old without having regrets and having disappointments and having things that we're sorry we did. And we, you know, to be able to accept and engage in our lives despite the imperfections. I believe one thing that microdosing really does for us is it allows us to be more compassionate to ourselves. Correct. And I'm a I'm a Reiki master and I have a mantra that I like to say, you know, very frequently daily really and that is I'm releasing negative energy and I can, yeah. you know, name those energies. But I also forgive other people and myself every day. And then yes. I put a blessing on myself and, you know, the people involved in that daily um, mantra. But really, it's microdosing has helped me accept the imperfections in my life with right? compassion.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: And we, not everything's going to be correct and not everything's going to be corrected and you know when you're younger i think there tends to be this propensity towards okay when this happens i'm going to be happy yes when this writes itself i will be happy well you get 50 60 years old and it's like oh guess what a lot of these things aren't going to right themselves.
0: Yeah. Life yeah. is
1: imperfect. Correct. But we can approach that. I believe that microdosing and as with, as Janice said, microdosing with a stack has really accelerated mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. you know, this growth. It's just a much, much more compassionate and loving and forgiving outlook to myself and to others about yes. our yes. imperfections.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And the other thing that I always say is like a to-do list, right? When you're younger, okay, I need to get married, I need to have the kids, I need to have the dogs, I need to have the house, then I'll be happy. Then you have everything and you realize, okay, wait, I'm nowhere, I thought when I was 10 years ago, I was going to be happy right now. So that's what, that's the other thing that you're trying, I'm trying to teach my kids, for instance. Right. It's like, you don't have, it's not a to-do list. You need everyone has a different time for different things. So, and I think this has helped a yeah. lot
0: too. Yeah, there's there's a guy I follow on uh, Instagram, the redheaded yeti, and also on TikTok who's awesome. And he says instead of to do list, why don't we have a to be list? Yeah, yeah, to be right. This is this is this is who I want to be. This, this is what me. I want to be, and not so much this sort of to have list or to to-do list. Right? It's sort of I think I think that's that's super important. Just to be um, happy
2: now, not 10 years Exactly. don't line. wait for something to make you happy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing yeah. is going to make you happy. It's within you.
0: Yeah. Be happy, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. be happy with what we are. Again, be happy in the moment that we are, where we are, um, what we're doing, how we're sort of handling our lives that we are doing things for the for for the better of ourselves and other people. I think that's that's incredibly important to have that um, in our daily in our daily lives. Um how was it for you guys? You guys each have five kids, no? Yep. How was how was that telling them that you guys were doing psychedelics? How was that?
3: Uh, well when Here they listen see. to this podcast, they'll know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, that's I mean, my oldest knows, I think my others suspect, but I have a twelve year old, a fifteen year old, a twenty one year old, a twenty two year old, and then a um my oldest will turn thirty this year. Okay. Okay. So, I I'd also want to say, you know, it's like that the whole stigma of everybody thinks if you're doing psychedelic medicine or cannabis medicine, you're just walking around tripping or you're exactly. just walking around high as can be. Yeah. And that's the thing about using these uh, medicines is like microdosing, I, I can't even really tell.
0: No. There, exactly. There's no there's it's no so
3: difference day to day. It's like mm-hmm. I would actually say, so people who take oh, I don't want to say specific pharmaceutical, but there's people that take daily pharmaceuticals that, you know, for their mood, for their depression, yeah. Yeah. I would say it's it's you know, the same type of thing except for not the side effects, you know.
2: Exactly,
3: yeah. yeah. Um so it's Where the no fact and and thank the Lord, we've got like Johns Hopkins, Hopkins doing this amazing research mm-hmm. and how mm-hmm. awesome for them to step out there like that. And all of this is, you know, in papers in and you know, yeah. medical websites. So it's not, you know, breaking that stigma. Same with cannabis. So to me, cannabis, we've talked about it before. These things are food to me. They, you know, everything that I put into my body, I look at, is it going to help me? Is it going to hurt you feel, me? Yeah. And I'm yes, talking about it's just it's like in breakfast, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and a respect for that and what you're putting in your body. Now, some days I'm gonna put something in there just for fun, and that's okay, because yeah. fun yeah, is part of healing too. Life, yeah. You
0: have to enjoy life.
3: Because <laughs> there's nothing like laughing. I mean, that is so healing, you know? Yeah. But for the most part, this is a daily thing that I think of as nutrition, and my nutrition is very important to me. That's how hmm. I've walked through these past almost full year to heal myself. You have yeah, to be very patient. Right. You
2: have
3: to be very patient. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, even specific diets, have a stigma. If you're eating healthily, and I'm making sure I get my wild blueberries every day and my protein intake, there's still a weird stigma around that. Yeah. Not yeah. just I,
0: psychedelics. I, I, think, I think that stigma comes from disinformation or not knowing. You know what I mean? It's sort We're just of, not, I or just not aware
1: quite frankly not wanting wanting to know because if you know yeah. you've got to make a change
0: right yeah. or you have yeah.
1: put into a position of having to think about how that if you you know if you if you see someone that is doing microdosing you can reject that as wrong and if you don't reject it and you start looking at more it's always going to circle back to looking at yourself. And would this be helpful to me? And then that is a massive leap, Mm -hmm. you know, for a lot of us now, as far as my kids go, I too have, um, my oldest just turned 31 yesterday. Mm -hmm. And my youngest is going to be 20 in May and I have all sons. Well, before we owned One Love, I was in the hydroponic industry and the Uh agricultural industry um, with a focus on cannabis. And when my um, oldest son was 18, I took my two oldest to Michigan and I broke the news to them that I was a cannabis consumer, basically.
0: Nice. So yeah. that
1: that kind of broke the ice. That so yeah. that's been you know thirteen years since I kind of broke the ice, and then I have honesty.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Honesty, honesty. Being honest with your kids, I think is important. I think I think that if you're honest with your kids, they respect you more than if they find out about something and it's like more of a shock. No? Well,
1: I would like to say when you're doing something that is technically a crime. And, you know, the days have changed a lot. And now things are really different than they were even 10 years ago. But if you're in a state where what you're doing is criminal, ultimately, of course you don't want to tell your minor children.
0: Of course, yes. That is too
1: much of a burden on them. And if you're divorced and if you, you know, basically have custody sharing you could literally lose your children mm-hmm. for this. No, so, you're I right. think there's you're right. a cross you're between, right. you know, wisdom and transparency and realizing number one, not everybody is prepared for information like that. Number mm-hmm. two, it may not be safe to always share that information.
0: Correct.
1: Um, however, when I ended up telling my children about microdosing, they had already known that that was part of their father's medical regime. And they had literally seen the results with the microscope. transformation.
0: Yeah.
1: And so that gives everything validity. And also in my home, it's really put a medical spin on the understanding of, Mm -hmm. you know, Using exactly. these foods, these superfoods, exactly. as I right. like to call them, because yeah. they, you know, so literally, I don't think that my sons, that have gone through this whole process of cannabis and Mike, you know, and mushrooms for healing. I don't think they're ever going to really look at it in the same manner as maybe some of their peers that are still kind of looking at it as right. though it's like totally recreational.
0: Correct. It gives
1: it more balance. Mm-hmm.
0: Correct. Correct. Mm-hmm. That is, that is, that is really true. Um, talk to us. What's next for micro girls? What, what, what is next for you guys? You guys are killing it. You guys did amazing at Thank um, you. I, I love every morning going by and saying hi to you guys to seeing how, wonderful you guys were doing what's what's next for you guys talk to us a little bit about this
3: well
1: well actually on 420 we're having a grand opening so nice congratulations so we are opening a new large dispensary in um, Louisville Kentucky where we already have um, three dispensaries in that area And we're moving our smaller kind of quick stop into a large full service space where we can have um, educational events. There's plenty of room for things like canvas and cannabis. We're going to be selling, you know, um, mushroom growing kits there for, you know, like functional mushrooms like lion's mane and oysters And that gives us the ability to really circle back into what's near and dear to us, which is community, education, and support, and fun. I was just saying, fun! And fun, Fun, yes! yes,
0: Exactly, yeah, that's the thing. It's sort of, that's the other thing I always say. Look, we gotta, we're, we're psychedelic people, right? We gotta have to have fun. We can't make it so serious. We can't make it so you know, it, it, it's a it's a fun time to, to be where we are. And we're sort of using this medicine to, to better our lives. Like you guys said, let's have some fun with this. Well,
1: if Absolutely. you're not having fun at all, I remember <laughs> when I was about nine or 10 years old and I was a little bit of a challenging kid. And yeah. I remember my mom saying, well, Nancy, what do you want? And my Answers were, I just want to be happy and have fun. Yeah. And now at 63, guess what? I've circled back to that life <laughs> philosophy. And I realized the most important thing in life is to be happy yeah. and content
0: mm-hmm. and
1: to be having some fun.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: And without that, we aren't going to heal Uh, You know, we aren't going to feel fulfilled. And, you know, that's where the microdosing has really come in, too. It it allows us to shift our gears Mm -hmm. and move into that zone. So we're going to be having some fun. We've also, um, you know, we're getting ready to launch into our wholesale in a much more strong manner. Mm -hmm. And an affiliate program because we've been having so many people reach out to us wanting to carry and you know share the micro yeah. girl products of course right
2: yeah there's another one that i'd really like which is or date my daily boost oh uh,
3: isn't that wonderful
2: oh my daughter loves it too she's been taking it so that's why this one is empty because another. yes
3: um that's a great mushroom and it doesn't have any thc in it but you can feel a difference i think yeah um I've got a couple of people using it um, that have um, focusing slash ADHD issues. And mm-hmm. they said that has made a massive difference day to day, just continuing to take it. And that yeah, makes me yeah. so happy
0: to hear yeah, that. So so where, where can people find you guys? Tell us where people can look you guys up, find all the incredible, this incredible products product. that you guys uh, have. All
2: these gummies that are so good, the yeah. taste. I will say normally with gummies, any type of gummies, you normally have like that metal taste afterwards. But with your gummies, I don't feel that. Yeah. I got this one too. The THC the ones THC. for
1: sleep. THC. Yeah. Well. The watermelon. Relax. Yes. Yeah. You can find us online at onelovedelta8.com, onelovehempdispensary.com, and nice. gummygirl.fun. And then we have our retail locations. We've got retail locations uh-huh. in Louisville. So we've got one
3: in Clarksville, Indiana, it, uh, in the Bolton Tie Building. We've got one in the Highlands in Louisville and one in J-Town. Um, you can find all that information on our websites. We're also on socials on Facebook and Instagram.
1: Of course, we have our own troubles on these socials, as do most cannabis <laughs> yeah, companies. We're yeah,
3: troubled, we're trouble children. It's all good.
0: We're, we're learning there. We're learning and there.
3: I do, do want to say that on our websites, there's phone numbers there. We're always happy to help anybody make a selection or figure out what's going to be best for them. Nice. Because one of our core beliefs is just we, we love to help people live their best life, right?
0: Exactly.
3: Because when you don't feel well, you only have one dream. But when you feel well, you have a billion dreams, and we want
0: people that's to have true. a
3: billion dreams. You know, that's
0: true. That's true. That's awesome. I, I love that philosophy. I love. I love that philosophy. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's go sort of full circle. What 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 is the message then to people our generation about psychedelics, Nancy? What, what would you what would you tell them?
1: I would say, don't allow your internalized belief systems to steer the rest of your life. And regardless of your age, you still have plenty of good times ahead. So take the plunge and give it a try and really see if it it can't help you because it's worth it. Well, because seriously, you know, if
3: I'm 50, I'm 54. If I've been doing the same thing over and over again and it's not working, it's time to think out of that box. Exactly. That is the only way. And this is this is out of the box, but is it exactly. really? I mean, is it really? It's not. There's so much science to back it up and it's so simple and does it really interfere with
1: day-to-day activity. It actually Correct. enhances and makes yeah. it all better. Our yeah. last quarter really can be our best quarter. Definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Will
1: be. It will, will be. be.
0: Exactly. It Affirmation. Is. Affirmation. It is going to be, <laughs> yeah. it is going to be our best time. And, 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 and we have to enjoy it because, we, I mean, we have so many wonderful things. No, we have family, we have our businesses, we have... We have life. We have life. <laughs> we have life, yeah, which is heaven. we woke up this morning. Exactly. That's, that's yeah, the fact that we woke up this morning, you can look in the mirror and take a deep breath and smile and go, you know what? Today's a new day. Today's a new day to, to do something new. I think that's that's important. Um, healing is a, is a major part of it, like we said, especially at, at people our age, people our generation. Um, we encourage people to educate themselves. We encourage people to definitely educate themselves. Like I've always said, we're not on here to advocate or promote that anybody does anything illegal because like we've said during the show, there's places where this is illegal. We're just here to poke at your childhood curiosity uh, of the wonderments of plant medicine, of the wonderments and the advances that are going on in research with psychedelic medicine. We all have been previewed uh, to the wonderments and how it's helped us. Um, we we continue this journey forward. I think, as Paul Stammet said, it's a revolution. We are the revolutionaries. We are the ones that should, you know, say proud and loud that we are using psychedelics as a, as a life performance enhancer. Um, I applaud you guys for what you're doing. You guys are at the forefront. You guys are killing it. We're blessed to have you guys in our circle. Um, can't wait to be in person again and see you guys and share wonderful hugs. And yes. uh, and 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 much love to both of you. Thank you for wearing our gear. Thank yep. you for wearing our stuff. Nice, love, our it. love it. Love it. Anything you want to say to close out, babe?
2: I say I love you guys. Love and you. We love same thing. You. I'm so grateful for you guys to be part of our lives and have crossed paths with us, and definitely looking forward for another hug. <laughs> from you guys
1: we agree we are so grateful we met you all we are excited to see you soon and that was the thing we left canadelic with the connections and the energy and the love were just overwhelming and we are so grateful that we got to enter into that and we left with these lifelong friendships absolutely
0: so definitely yeah love you all the psychedelics do do that, don't they? They sort of yeah. bring us wonderful people into our lives. So if only for that reason, jump, jump into that, <laughs> jump into that. Really piece. great community. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. You,
1: and, you know, if you have any questions about using the stack along with it, um, of course, you can reach out to us on our websites, and we are starting a consulting business in the next couple months. So we'll be nice. um, letting you all That's know about going. that. Yes. you guys are
0: killing it. You guys are you guys are slaying it. You guys are lady bosses. We Proud just
1: you, we just want to <laughs> help <laughs> as many people as we can. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you love guys, you
0: healers. All. That's yeah. In the intro, I said you guys are healers. That's what you guys are. That's what we're here for. We're we're here to hope. Hold- People listen so that they heal, so that, that somehow they find some healing. I think that's that's the common denominator that we all have, that those of us who have been awakened want others to heal. So, um, you know, let's push forward. Let's push f- forward with this revolution. Uh, much love to everybody out there. Thank you for following us. Share our podcast. Like our podcast. The more people we can get into this community, uh, the more good we can do. A little teaser, we're going to have Dr. Michelle Weiner. Uh, On our podcast, she's going to be a guest. She's a wonderful, wonderful person. Just wanted to give everyone a sneak peek that she's going to be a future guest on our podcast. I am also was invited to do the Micropreneur podcast with our friend Dennis Walker, who is awesome. So a little sneak peek at that. Uh, Cultivating Wisdom continues to grow. We continue to grow. We're down in Columbia uh, trying to figure out how we can help grow the plant medicine space down there. Um, so we're hoping to get back uh, down there some and Isabel's looking for her space also in the psychedelic world she's looking at taking some integration classes she's looking at uh, doing some fun stuff with that so the cultivating wisdom family continues to grow thank you everybody for listening uh, we appreciate you listening to the end uh, if you didn't you know what you missed out we'll see you next time thank you Best everybody love. much love much much love love. love you all love
1: you